When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an excerpt of a letter from Derek Fleifer to Roma Downey, the actress. Hey, Roma. Hope this letter finds you well. Just wanted to let you know I've run into my greatest fear and I'm not doing well. Send help, please. The bondle grab is back. Then a long break. And then some more. Also, my friend Adam lifted up my big flaming sword. Do you remember it? Pretty cool. I know you don't know who Adam is, but... It's still a pretty impressive feat for a human being. I thought you'd want to know. They're doing really well. Love you. And then a little heart and Derek Fleifer spelled wrong and then crossed out and then spelled correctly. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of crushing cuties and monstrous mistakes. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the Initiate. And I just saw this cool movie this year called The Illusionist, or uh, wait, or is it The Prestige? Oof, I have to check my ticket. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play the character Adam Miller, the Mundane. And some days when I'm being rude to everyone, I feel like a monster, a mundanester. Hi, I'm Erin. I play Crashly Grenadine, the Chosen, and I've never been touched by an angel, but I'm thinking I might let it happen if things keep going well. Hi, everyone. I am Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And fun fact, my middle name is Bert. Hey, everybody. Alan Linick here, and I played Derek Fleifer, the Divine. Fun fact, you guys. Red Bull does not give you wings. I tried, and they won't grow back. Let's get into it. Where we left off, you all just watched Susan Wexler completely flame out the Bondle Goat, a Bondle Grob bud mixed with a goat, or rather, a goat who had eaten and was being consumed by a Bondle Grob bud. Of course, you all don't know what a bondle grab is, but you do know what this goat was until she flamed it with her flamethrower and Adam Miller finished the job after it was already dead by cutting off its horn using too careful (laughs) using (laughs) Derek's massive flaming sword. Derek, of course, has been crying at the edge of the driveway of the hobby farm that you are all at. You're at the Blue Turtle Hobby Farm owned by the Vincents. Jordan Vincent was trying to console Derek, but Crashly got to him first, and and then Crashly ended up consoling Jordan, though Jordan didn't really want that. And (laughs) where we actually left was Susan told the kids that she has a story to tell, a story about the bondle grab. So I, I turn over to you, Claire. What do you tell the kids when you pull them aside? Okay, yeah. Susan's got a little story. Um... I want you guys to remember, as I tell this, that it was the 80s. (laughs) 
and things were just a little different then. So when I was a teenager, as a young monster hunter, I was like, you know what we need? A monster that can fight all monsters. And I went to create three different characters, merge them together, the Ba, the Ondal, and the Grab. You know, and I played with that a lot. I think that was actually the kind of the biggest decision. Um, and I spent a lot of time calling it the Ondal Grab Ba, but it just wasn't quite right. <laughs> that wasn't quite it. So I put them together and mostly it was just to, you know, hopefully help. I was trying to be helpful, but it was a little what I can only call misguided. And it did spiral out a little bit. And uh, that's what's on the loose today. So I guess I'll open up the floor to questions. Now, here is what I will interject to say. So the the rest of you, here is what you, you have known so far, is that when you guys fixed the world, what Susan Wexler gave up was her reputation. And the way she did that was she told her sister, Barb, who was there, that she had created the Bondelgrab. Of course, you guys didn't know what that meant at the time. And the way that things worked out with just like the enormity of fixing the world and living in a new reality, it just kind of slipped from the conversation. Like, you know, you never really had a moment to follow up with her, especially because then pretty much immediately after she had to go into hiding because the entire world's monster hunting resources were devoted to catching Susan. So the rest of you haven't really had a chance to talk to her very much. Crashly is the only one who would have. But as we've experienced, Crashly was mainly dealing with the fact that Susan was in a pretty deep depression. And so Crashly like wasn't really able to have that conversation. So this is the first time since hearing the word Bondelgrab that Susan has given you guys any indication of what that means or what the stakes of it are. So Susan, um, why didn't you tell us about this before? Like you've Oh, um, yeah, that, you know, a fair question. There's just so much going on always, you know, everybody's switching dating partners, everybody's, you know, getting a new outfit, everybody's turning into different monsters. There's just a lot happening. Well, and now Barb is just in the wind. Barb's in the wind. It's so is the bundle grub. And there is just one small catch. I used to know how to stop the bundle grub. And now it's, it's kind of, it's fallen out of my hands. There was, I had a fail safe. It's not stoppable. It's, it's <gasps> yeah, it's not what? so stoppable. Um, it's not stoppable. You know Maybe jerk? there's a class that we can take about it. I'm sure the, uh, I'm working on a new brochure for the dojo. <laughs> Wait. Who's going to teach that class, Amanda? No. Shut the fuck up, Adam. It's <laughs> <laughs> serious. Derek sounds really upset. Derek. What do you mean, Derek? I just mean this monster, it can't be stopped. It's too strong. What Susan made? No, it only gets bigger. Everything no, there's a way to it. stop everything. You can stop everything. Okay, there's a way. We there, there was a way. Well, what does that mean? What? Well, there was. Okay, so I had one monster that could always defeat it. Well, let's go get it. it. Was, yeah, it's it's extinct. Was it the <laughs> well, whole egg? And it it just died out on its own. It was the Ted Neely monster. Ted Neely monster. Ted Neely. Ted Neely. That sounds like a. Guy. Yeah, it sounds like a person. I don't. I Wait, wouldn't know anything about that. The Ted Neely monster could take the bundle grab. Is that what you're saying? Yeah it it had a way to burrow into brains, but that's about all it could do. It didn't well, really feed off them once they got there, and it it just kind of naturally died out. Well, where was it? There's got to be one left. We can go look for it. Yeah. 
uh, they frequented just different different swamps around honestly just love to swamp well let's go look for well, uh, swamp tour we're in the land of terrible shoes i'm sure we can find some just go <laughs> stomp around the swamp. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> Do you know what they call dress shoes here? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan yeah. Lander, Miss Wexler. <laughs> what? It's a good one. Mock boots. And I'm crying, but it, it turns into laughing, and then uh, my tears like reverse direction and suck up back into my oh eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> now the other thing, just to to in- interject lore in this, the other thing that Susan I think would relate to you all is what actually happens is when it gets eaten by a monster. It merges with the monster and kind of converts that into like a bondle grob monster hybrid. The problem also is that once it achieves a certain necessary mass, it will bud and create a new bondle grob. Susan explains that a few years after Susan created the bondle grob, she figured out a way to stop it from budding. She used a, a magic uh, ritual to turn off its budding ability, and that kind of helped keep it in check. Susan, that ritual seems to no longer be in play. Somebody has undone that magic because it is budding again. So I don't know how you relate that information. Um, I relate it, but I hinted heavily that I thought it was Barb, even though I didn't have like... Yeah. And honestly, that is a pretty safe assumption. Barb still has most of your magic books, not your lore books, but your magic books that she stole a few months ago. So the odds are pretty good. Like if anybody was going to figure out how to undo it, all of your notes about the rituals you used relating to the Bondelgrab are in your books that she took. They're still heavily ciphered. So it's not like she has complete access immediately to all of your magic notes. But the odds are good that probably that's what happened. She turned off that spell. Yeah. The other thing you do know is that the Bondelgrob, because of its abilities and its ability to merge with other monsters, the 80s were a monster hunting bloodbath. As in, the North American monster hunting community was almost completely wiped out by the Bondelgrob infestation. There was a town called Buston in Massachusetts that was just <laughs> completely taken off the map after a, a Bondelgrob infestation there. So that's the reason why Susan Wexler is one of the few active monster hunters in North America and why the rest of the monster hunting community would be hunting Susan, because they all have friends who died from the thing that she created. Oh, boy. Susan, are you telling any of this? Like, is this something that you're sharing with the the kids? That part... (laughs) Yeah, I think at this point, the chips are on the table. Okay. Mm -hmm. Will you just give us the last few lines of that story? Um, And... As the death tolls rose, so did the Bondelgrab's powers. And it it snowballed, for sure. I can say that. And it weighs heavy. It weighs pretty heavy. Susan, we all make mistakes, okay? And you made, like, I guess the worst one ever. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that we don't still love you and care about you and that we don't think you're a good monster hunter, because you are. I mean... You just killed a bondle grub goat. So that's true. (laughs) Um, But like, well, if you killed it with fire, then can't we defeat the rest of them with fire? Fire is a good good place to start. I just think 
with these buds still happening, I'm not sure we would ever have the speed it required to stop. Okay. I almost said stop the spread. That's too dark. Um, <laughs> I mean, Shamanda is. I cannot. Can I? Can I do an empath check on uh, Miss Wexler? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, more. The more importantly for you is going to be. <laughs> Your empath check is to not get overwhelmed by Mrs. Yeah. Wexler, but yeah, for sure. Roll, uh, roll plus weird. Um, that's going to be a ten. Yeah, so you're able to to get the information you want from this and not get bogged down. Like um, a thing that Shamanda has been learning how to do, which is hard with the empathy that she now has, is filter out like wanting to do something about somebody individually their own hurt and focusing on like how to help a larger community Mm -hmm. so you totally are able to apply that in this moment so you can get a completely clear impression of susan's current emotional state and intentions and you will have a plus one the next time you act on that knowledge so what is it you're looking for in this moment um, I guess, uh, I, Shamanda's looking for, like, I guess a reason for it all. Uh, like, the faith that she had in Miss Wexler, and then, like, to hear all of this heavy shit at the same time. Um, it's like, what, what are we doing all of this for? Again, to rid the world of evil, but if she created the evil, that, I mean, I'm toying with that back and forth. Yeah, yeah, so, so it sounds like you're trying to read Susan to see if she's legitimately sounds broadly like you want assurance or reassurance, right? Yeah. I want a guarantee. I want to know if Susan is ready to put down Barb for real. Wow. That is a great question. So I think in this instance, you can get that information 100%. You do have to directly ask the question to goad her so that she thinks about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. But I don't think that's a question I want to ask Susan in front of everybody. For sure. Do you want to pull her aside then? Could I? Have, I pull out a, uh, a Sprite, an ice cold Sprite. Oh, Ooh. do you have extras? <sighs> Damn it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I don't need to get angry about that. Sharing is caring. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. How do you do this? You like, I love this. You've been working in the, the dojo and stuff, like managing people, even more so than, than you ever had to at Coldstone. So this is a moment where you know you need to pull Susan aside to have a frank conversation. How are you doing that? Um, um, I, I ask everybody to uh, go inside and have some tea with Miss Vincent. She had great idea, it. Shamanda. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going with Derek. <sighs> I really don't want to have Rhinelander tea. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Adam. I know a way to make all tea taste good. I'm listening. <laughs> Walk with me. I put my arm around his shoulder and I'm like, the first thing you got to do is... That's so cool. (laughs) Everybody else walks inside. So it is just Shamanda and Susan. You two are standing next to the Plymouth Vibe that you've been driving. You're in the driveway of this hobby farm. Around you are vivisected chicken bodies, completely removed of feathers, and a goat that has been burned to a crisp. There is like a foot of snow on the ground all around you. It is cold. There's a cold wind. I think you're probably like three feet apart from each other. And Shamanda, you just turned to Susan. Um, do you hear about Nick and Jessica? <laughs> I can't. I can, I'm just honestly not even ready to talk about it. She gave that man everything. Yeah. And he gave, gave them everything. Nothing. 
and then just went away for months with no word, you know? And then Uh-oh. Jessica had to like, you know, start over, just kind of figure out what kind of girl she's going to be. Is she going to be a chicken of the sea or is she going to be, you know, the leader of a dojo? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> oh my God. Are you Nick Lachey in this metaphor? What's happening? Lexa, you just left. <laughs> oh, me? You're Nick Lachey in this situation. You left. I thought I was protecting you. I always thought I was protecting you, but I'm ready to make things right if you'll have me. There are guts everywhere. This is disgusting. I know. I just, that relationship could totally work if they were just honest with each other about what they wanted. Well, let's just start being honest. Okay, I think Barb is the worst. And I'm not just saying that. I think it's time that we, that you be an only child. It's, I know what can happen if the Bondelgrab hits full power and is all over again. And if I could just lay down my life and fix it, I would. I already would have, but. We already lost the EJ. We can't lose you too. I don't know if I'm ready to give up Barb. <sighs> all right. I guess I just need to take some more counseling classes and realize that, you know, people are going to make decisions that aren't my own. But I'll tell you this. Hmm? If it comes down to it, I'll be as ready as I can be. All right. I think she's going to bounce back. I think she'll be fine with Adam. It's fine. Jessica. (laughs) Jessica. I think Jessica is going to be a shining star. So, Susan, you experienced Shamanda kind of shuts down a little bit. Like, she asked for that from you. You answered honestly, right? Like, that's you aren't you are not ready to give up your sister. Is that right? Accurate. Yeah. You answered honestly, it's not what she was looking for. And she looks a little disappointed in it and a little like, yeah, it's, it's just not what she was looking for. So I think as a result of that, you are going to take an emotional condition, which one I'm, I'm going to let you pick of the five that we have afraid, angry, guilty, hopeless or insecure. Which one is Susan Wexler feeling in this moment? Oh, for sure. Guilt. Great. Yeah. This child who has asked you for help and has told you that she feels like you left her and abandoned her, asked you if you would side with her over your sister and you said no. And the guilt in in that is not going to go away quickly. We cut over, though, inside the house where Donna Vincent is fixing up tea for everybody. She's grumping around. She She clearly is unhappy to be talking to people, though she is very nurturing in terms of providing the material goods of of comfort and support like the room is very cozy but she's like all right just keep it to one cup all right so wait so we all share one cup and uh alvin jordan's grandfather is like uh, oh hey i'll take care of it donna you go why don't you go down to the basement and he's like she's it's her chickens she loves them so much hey everybody uh, uh, you, let me get some cups for everybody and he's he's being very subservient and getting oh, we're fine stuff. to share one cup <laughs> yeah it, no, no one cup is fine i mean i probably don't really need too much tea don't worry adam I brought these and I reach into my shirt and I pull out and like throw through the air a handful of straws. (laughs) (laughs) I catch, I catch one. Now, Crashly. Yeah. You are still a pretty observant kid. You're, you're not a teen detective anymore, but you were a kid detective and you have some of those abilities Mm -hmm. or just some of those, that training. So there is, Derek has been a little weird recently the one thing that that i will say that i think 
I don't I can't imagine you wouldn't have noticed or picked up on was he has said things like it's here and he yeah. has talked about the bondle grab uh, like he is not as in the dark as the rest of you have been so that that is something that you're certainly aware of in the back of your mind at least yeah as he hands out straws to everybody and it is very delightedly starting to sip uh his hot tea through a straw <laughs> <laughs> Derek um looks like you're really enjoying that but so I don't want to ruin it, but I do want to say, like, as a former detective and your current girlfriend, I think mm-hmm. that I'm the person you should talk to about, like, what you know about the Bondo Grub. Like, have you met it before? Oh, my gosh, Crashly, you are so right. And I'm so sorry. Here you go. And I give her a straw. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And, and Crashly, this is exactly like before when he got, like, pale and went into the car and was like, we need to go, where you have asked him a direct question and he just like disappears for a second. Yeah. Derek, no, I didn't ask for a straw. I don't drink hot tea through a straw. I drink it by putting my mouth on the mug. But oh, beyond that, like... So but we only have one mug, so we got to kind of be worried about germs, actually. <laughs> That's true. Okay, fine. I'll take a straw. Thing. I take the straw. I... I blow the paper at Adam, and then I say, um... Oh, so like, what the heck? I'm sorry, but I had to. You can't not. It's like, you you can't. You have to do it. Anyway, Derek, you, you have to talk to me. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I know. We'll talk about it later. Right now, you're ignoring me, and like, that's not what boyfriends do. You're right. No, it's totally rude, and I'm super um, sorry. Should I go for a walk? No, I or... want you to be here for this. Okay. Me too, for some reason. So, yeah, tell me. I take uh, Crashly's hands in my hands, and I look her deep, like, dead in the eye, and I'm like, I'm sorry. It's okay, but can you correct it now? Okay, so what we're going to do for this, Crashly, <laughs> yeah. you're going to roll what's up with you. So, yeah. roll plus charm. Okie dokie. Also, Rashawn, I assume that you made it clear to Dragline that she should go inside also. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So Dragline is there. I feel like Dragline is just sort of ha- hovering next to Adam Miller of being sort of like, you and I are the, the two least important people here. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna hang out next to you. So she's just sort of hovering. So Adam, you have like a 12-year-old girl just sort of, <laughs> sort of anxiously checking in with you to be like, what are we supposed yeah. to be doing here? And I still feel pretty guilty about being mean to her. So I'm like butting <laughs> it up with her. Okay. Aaron, what did Crashly get? A seven. Okay. So you get to ask a question from the list that we have below, which is, what do you really want? What do you wish I would do? What are you leaving out? How could I get you to do whatever? Can I actually trust you to do whatever? So you get to ask the question and Derek and Alan are going to answer you honestly, but they also get to ask a question that you Uh, have to answer honestly. Totally. It's what are you leaving out? Okay. So, Alan, Derek has to answer this honestly. Yeah. What am I leaving out? Man, that's that's a big question. It is. Um, I'm a good detective. So my <laughs> my lip quivers a little bit, um, but I just apologized and promised to be better. So I I I go. Okay, Adam, I changed my mind. I don't think you should be here for this. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, uh, um, are you? gonna break up with her hey no. i you know what i really 
I think I left my and I just don't finish that sentence and I leave. We all room. know you're just leaving because he asked you to, Adam. <laughs> I can't hear you. Uh, I really have to find my. Okay. You know. Adam walks out. <laughs> Claire, would Dragline read the social, like read the room on this? Um. Well, I'm Dragline would probably honestly a little bit of read the room, but also. Shamanda's been on her own for a long time, so probably looking for Shamanda. It's true, yeah. Shamanda's been alone for almost five minutes, so you better go find her. <laughs> and I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. So Dragline just sort of without talking to I mean, because Dragline honestly doesn't necessarily, she doesn't like dislike you guys, but Dragline doesn't actually give a shit about any of you. She only <laughs> is here for Shamanda, so she doesn't do any social niceties. She just walks out of the room. Tell Shamanda I said hi. <laughs> I'm already gone. <laughs> <laughs> is what I say aloud as I leave. Yeah, I was yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, Derek and Crashly, you are in the Vincent's kitchen. You're at the dining room table. Alvin is washing dishes at the sink at the other end of the room. Jordan probably has gone down to help her grandma in the basement cool off and uh, deal with that. So, it's just the two of you at the dining room table. And you have asked Derek what he is leaving out. Yeah. And I say, Crashly, I used to have a very important job. I was, well, what we in the angel business called a watcher, which is very cool. Um, but one of the things I was absolutely not supposed to let happen was like, you know, the bottle grab. So when that happened, I became something of like a screw up among the angel community and was pretty harshly ousted. Um, and I've been trying to keep positive about it because, like, you know, what else is there to do? <laughs> oh, my God, Derek. That's, like, so touching. So you're, like, an outcast at your old school, basically. And then you kind move of. here and you're, like, <laughs> like, Jordan has a crush on you. Like, you've made it. <laughs> so I hope that feels good to hear. And you're dating me, which is, like... I you mean like you, I think that like that means you've made it also in like a different way. Um, so just know that like your past does not define you, Derek. And <laughs> I'm I'm here for you. Like, like wow. Did you ever know that cool. I'm here in this moment, <laughs> Derek? Well, wait, I do get to ask a question, right? Well, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, Derek, you experienced this response from Crashly. You get to ask one of the questions, and she has to answer it honestly. Um, I think can I? I think honestly, that made me feel really good and like better because I've never really <laughs> admitted this to anyone before, and I was kind of expecting to really get an earful for like, <laughs> especially letting Susan take all the blame like five minutes ago for creating this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So right, oh. can we, and yeah, because <laughs> yeah, right, because what you just admitted was you were tasked with ensuring that no one created something like the Bondle Grob and that you just. Didn't stop I, somebody from I creating the bubble grub. It. Yeah, like I knew it was happening, and I was like, "Well, what? How is this going to play out?" Because at like, the time, you, you, were a, like, you were a watcher, so you're supposed to watch for people who try to, yeah. to break the rules of nature to create a, a, a horrible amalgamate creature and stop them, and you accidentally weren't watching right. Yeah, and and it was less of like a "oops" slipped under my radar, and more of like a "well, wait, I'm so curious." Um, <laughs> 
Oh, oh that? my god. Okay. Well, Crashly's already had her reaction. Right. So. And Crashly's response dance. was mainly to focus on like what a great story it is for her yeah. and socially. I mean, that's so yeah. that's so Crashly. Crashly. I mean, yeah, so, uh, teenager. This makes yeah. me feel a lot better. I'm gonna ask you before I ask my question of Crashly, I'm gonna ask you if I can remove my guilty condition. Yeah, you know what? I think yeah. absolutely. You definitely opened up. Yeah. To Crashly, and I think that that's Feels good. And she was basically like, "You know what? It's in the past." Yeah. And like at the time, I didn't know the universe wasn't going to reset. So I was like, "What's the worst that's going to happen? It's going to hit 2005, <laughs> and then we'll start over again, and then there won't be a bundle grab." Yeah, and I think totally this falls under the like. So we have the things of like how you can clear your own conditions, and one way if you're feeling guilty is to tell someone how this is all their fault. In this instance, you're not telling Crashly it's her fault, but I think you're sort of like, this is kind of the universe's fault. <laughs> like, Crashly's whole thing of like, everybody makes mistakes and everything just gives you a sort of thing of like, yeah, you know what? It's not my fault. It was my fault. It was my, it was old me's fault. Exactly. Like, that's some guy that I'm not anymore. Now I'm this like angel in a human suit. Yeah, exactly. Completely guilty. You are no longer feeling guilty. What is the question yeah. you want to ask Crashly? I'm like, man, you know what? That actually makes me wonder something, Crashly. Sure. Are you just using me and our relationship as a status symbol, or is there actual care and feelings there? <laughs> oh. And Crashly, you have to answer honestly. That's a great question. So, Derek, um, I feel like I should be honest with you. At first, it was just like a status thing. And I actually thought that was really obvious based on the way that I talked about it. But um, now, I think I might kind of like like you a little. It's confusing and it comes and goes. But like, there it is. your story was pretty cool. And I don't know. There's just like, I think there could be something there someday. Cool. You know what? Yeah. That's a way more positive answer than I was expecting. That's awesome. And I, I sip, I like nudge the straw, a crashly straw around the opposite end of the teacup. Um, and I lean down to drink out of my straw and in the hopes that she'll do the same so we can just like lock eyes and be drinking out of the same tea at the same time. Totally happens. Yeah. Okay, great. So, Crashly, so th this story that you've wildly misinterpreted. Yeah, I don't know what, what he's talking about. <laughs> from Derek has really <laughs> made him a little bit more three-dimensional in your eyes. Mm -hmm. Great, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside, Shamanda, you see Dragline kind of runs up and gets to her customary position on your right side. You see Adam kind of walk to the car and then pretend like he's looking for something in the car. Let's see. <laughs> nope, not here. Not here! Uh and your uh, conversation with Susan has kind of come to this unsatisfying end. And as you are kind of breaking away from that, there is a screech as a large van. Well, not even a van, a minivan. Oh. Kind of pulls in and it has plastered on the side of the van the logo of the Rhinelander Arts and History Center. Ugh. And it screeches in and then coming out of the, the van is a teenage boy. He's kind of wild in his, his face, and he's like, um, is everybody okay? Yeah, we're fine. I like your ironic van. <laughs> There's nothing ironic about it, okay? Uh, I'm money. I'm, uh, and he takes a second, and you can see him sort of gather himself, and he's like, you got this, you got this. And he says, <clears throat> I am the, the head of the Rhinelander Arts and History Center, and mm. I am 
investigating. I am here just to check up on uh, things. Is everybody okay? Is anybody hurt? Everything's taken care of. <laughs> you can As go you back can see, to your... I am an adult, and I just need you to take two <laughs> deep breaths. <laughs> he does. He takes two deep breaths. <sighs> but I love your van. Yeah, you've got to calm down, guy. Your energy is really getting me uh, crazy in the head. Okay, well, I'm just here to check out. I knew, I heard there were some wild accusations of the hodag hoax, and I'm just here to shut it down. There is no hodag. Yeah, yeah. we all know that. There's no hodag. We agree. Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, he sees the Pontiac vibe, and he sees the superior license plate, and he says, wait, are you a bunch of super dupers? Which you guys know, super dupers is oh. what people around Superior call people from Superior. Especially Wisconsinites consider oh. Superior people to really think they're very high and mighty. Is it yeah. like something that is like seen as an offensive term, or is it like yeah, it we feels are passive aggressive? Yeah, I think I think it's not it's not something you would call yourselves. Did you call super dupers? I am new to Superior, but and wait, did you say that there's no ho- wait? Are you a bunch of goonchies? Do I have some you? Which you know is what like people specifically call people from Mystery County is goonchies. Okay. Wow. You better watch your mouth, young man. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Uh huh. No one likes name calling. You little nerd. Yeah. Just get kidding. No name calling. <laughs> no, no. I don't really want it to exist. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take out my air horn and I'm like, if you call us a goonchie one more time. I will blast your eardrums. Yeah, do it, you hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) He looks at Adam quizzically of like, is that a thing you guys call us? Yeah, because of your hodag. I call it. It's not catching on. It's not (laughs) a real thing, okay? The hodag is a hoax. Yeah. All right. It's part of our rich cultural heritage, but it is not real. Roshan. Yes. Here's two things I need you to do for me. Okay. <laughs> One, roll plus weird. Roll okay. your empathy. And then thing. blast that air horn. Yeah. A 10. A 10. Damn, nice Okay, roll. so you are able to read him clearly and nothing else. He is incredibly worried about something. Like, really, really worried about something. Also, I need you to describe the cutest boy to Shamanda felt. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So imagine like Jet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Evan one for one. Evan, hey. Hey, I'm Shamanda and I since you're you're not feeling so hot, buddy, why don't you calm down? Um and I pull out um uh, a, a, like a really nice Nalgene that's just got frosty water in it. <laughs> Is this you using one of your fortunate holds? Yeah, one of my items. Um, I Great. got this. This Nalgene was blessed by um by Whoopi Goldberg herself. You know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. And Evan <laughs> is like, oh, oh, wait, are you are you with the Whoopi Goldberg dojo of excellence and good grades? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm wow, Shemanda I read Felt. your grant applications. They are incredible. Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, I, I read, read it a- too. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, wow, yeah, the way that you connect stuff too. I mean, it's just like, because those grant applications are, they are a beast. 
to slog like, through, you know? It takes hours and hours, you know? It just takes dedication and just sitting in front of my computer those long times. Oh, it's my gosh. just like, I know, I know, I need to do these grants because it's important and I want to take care of my center, but also it's like, I want to be a kid and like, it's just between this and the Dairy Queen, it's like all I do with my time. <laughs> oh, my God, am I looking in a mirror? Like, I live like the same life. And he's just like casually, wow. he takes the Nalgene and he takes a sip and he's like, wow, that is really good. It's insulated yeah. and uh, it's recyclable materials. It's going to last like forever. Just drop it. It won't dent. It's like super strong. He drops it and laughs. He's like, wow, it didn't dent. <laughs> wow. I, I, honestly, I don't get what's so funny. <laughs> but you are also, Shamanda, getting still through. He's like, also, he's like, anyway, um, it, it is really cool to meet you, but also like, there's totally nothing going on here. Okay, so I, I talked to the neighbor down the road. She talked about the Hodag thing, and I just – she said there were, like, people investigating. It's not an issue. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's probably not a an fox issue. or something. We took care of it. Um, It's not a fox. What? <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, what, but, what do you mean? Amanda, uh, don't tell him. What? Don't I'm sorry. Tell I, excuse myself. For, just excuse me one moment. Adam, what are you talking about? We can't trust this guy. He could be. Who knows what his deal is? What are you talking about? He came in. He rolled up in this bitchin' van. Do you see this airbrush job? It looks so yeah, cool. Okay. Honestly, yeah. Okay. I respect It is the not screen shop. printed. It is airbrushed on the logo. <laughs> <laughs> on a minivan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. about doing something like it for the vibe. I think it's cool. Well, Honestly, I do think it looks cool, but we don't know him. We can't tell him about the Bondle Grob. I don't even know anything about the Bondle Grob. Good, okay, neither fine. do I. All right, I won't say anything. I won't say anything. Okay. Awesome. <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Remind me of your name one more time. Oh, yeah, sorry. I guess I didn't fully introduce myself. Hi, I'm Evan Shepard. I'm the head of RAC, the <sighs> Rhinelander Art and History Center. Hey, uh, it's it's great to meet you. Um. So sorry that you came down for this silly thing. It's a thing like my town, we get really excited about it, but sometimes some of the older folks they get they get confused about what they see. So I mean, I, to- I totally get it. I mean, we have missing people all the time. Yeah, you guys a- do. You guys have a crazy lot of missing people. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's could be worse, you know, it, it could could be worse. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so I guess, yeah, everything's great here, and uh, yeah. I guess we'll head back. Um, in case, you know, there something comes up, do you think I could, like, get your email address? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, totally. Actually, that would be great, because, you know, it would be great to do maybe do some sort of uh, a, cross, a cross-border sort of, like... Um, group project or something i don't know anyway yeah here's my uh here's my my business card oh thanks and he gives you his business card cool yeah and then he on the back uh, he writes his personal email address say evan can i get one of those too (laughs) oh i you know the print order was pretty low so i don't want (laughs) to like i'm just trying to save them for business things sure no no i got a business too susan (sighs) he didn't even answer yeah (laughs) Susan, what are you doing in this moment? He comes in, he's acting super squirrely, and... Well, here's... If I'm just going to be honest with you, I really wanted to do What's Up With You, but as I am negative three on that right now, <laughs> I thought I was just going to hold that for a minute. 
Um, I'd say do it if you're feeling it. A bad roll is fun. I'm feeling it, so I am going to give it. I'm going to give it a shot because obviously something's up with this kid. You got it, Suze. So roll plus charm. You also the other thing you can do is this is totally a thing. If you don't want to directly engage with him and just try to figure it out, you could do read a bad situation or investigate a mystery. Um, could I? Yeah, could I read a bad situation? Yeah, and actually, it's probably investigative mystery because you're just trying to figure something out from him, totally. right? Totally. Well, that makes a huge difference. So instead of a five, that's going to be a um, 10. Great. Yeah, so you can ask any questions about it. Obviously, since you're not directly asking him, he's not going to directly answer you, but I will give you whatever. I'll give you the answers to any questions you have within the realm of what would make sense to answer, if that okay, makes perfect. sense. Okay, perfect. Um, I think first of all, I'm. I think just to stick to the script, if you will, I'm going to start with yeah. what is being concealed here. It seems to you, from the way he's talking about it, he is really worried about this supposed hodag attack. He is really worried about people investigating. So, what is being concealed here is, I, I guess, most immediately, he knows something about the current situation that. Uh, that he doesn't believe other people should know. Okay. So he clearly is worried that you are going to find something if you investigate around here. And this might seem like a silly question, but I'm going to ask it. Yeah. Do I find him to be a physical or mental threat? (laughs) Beyond the physical and emotional threat that every teenager poses to you. Oh, sweet gosh. As an adult (laughs) middle-aged woman, the answer is no. Okay. He seems like a pretty normal kid. Okay. Um. And I'm going to approach him then and say, hi, my name is Courtney Tot. And I turn around to everyone and I wink. (laughs) And I'm going to say, I am a professional monster hunter. And it seems like there's some stuff you might want to be telling me. And I want you to know that it's okay to tell me. Roll to manipulate someone. Okay. Oh, Lord, not charm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's an eight, which makes it a five. A five. Okay, so this is a miss. Your approach is completely wrong. You make a bad impression on them, and the problem gets worse. And he's like, a monster hunter? Wait, you think there's a monster here? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Ms. Cot, was it? Tot. Tot. I'm sorry, like Ms. Cot. Like when you, when you pull a rope really firm. Or, or like a... <laughs> A tater, <laughs> right? More like a tater. Anyway, um, yeah, okay. If that's what, if that's how you're hearing it, I guess. <laughs> I think you're mistaken, ma'am, because there is yeah, and he's leaning hard on the ma'am of like wow. I think you're mistaken, ma'am. <laughs> Monsters aren't real, and there's definitely no such thing as a monster in Rhinelander. I think you're confused by our promotional mascot, the Hodag, which is a hoax. You know what? I just remembered that I'm stupid and a confused ma'am. So why don't you get back in your van and I'll get back in my car and we'll never see each other again. And the problem, this kid, (laughs) the problem that introduces itself is at this point, (laughs) another vehicle peels into this starting to become crowded driveway. Come on. This is a black sedan with Illinois plates. And as that pulls up, you all, like the superiorites and Evan, just have an instinctive reaction and just go, fib. 
which is, of course, a fucking Illinois bastard. The scourge <gasps> of the, the Northwoods, both Wisconsin and Superior. The only thing they hate more than each other is somebody from Illinois. And as the the sedan pulls up, this guy, he's kind of a, a middle-aged guy, a little overweight, gets out and he says, All right, I'm going to need everybody here to uh, stay stand where you're at. Uh, I am USDA Field Investigator Chase Payne, and this is an official investigation starting now. What? What? Here is my question most immediately. Adam Miller. Yeah, yeah. Mystery County has no law enforcement. It was abolished in the 90s, so you've grown up without it. But you and your cousin CEJ talk about police constantly. Mm-hmm. And the, the only other time that you've been around law enforcement, you were in your cocoon when Crashly crashed the Sherwin-Williams oh, yeah, van. That's right. So I am just curious what you are like around somebody who identifies as a law enforcement. Not often. good. <laughs> okay. I think mm-hmm. I just talk in short bursts of words. <laughs> we got to go do homework. <laughs> so you just start talking about you need to do homework? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, son. That's going to have to wait, all right, because we got an investigation that's going to be happening here, and you are potentially a material witness, okay? I got three, two strikes already. I can't get a third. <laughs> what the third. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, if I get I cover from- his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I say, well, thank you. For, we were picking up an order of chickens, and there was a massacre, and our order cannot be filled. Let us leave, and I usher everyone into the the vibe. Investigator Payne tries to put himself between you and the van, Shamanda. Oh, and now my training's going to kick in. If a man ever comes between me and where I want to be, I've got to strike him. I'm sorry. Great. Yeah, roll to kick some ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's the code. Whoopi would have... Okay. Oh my gosh. (laughs) From plus what? Tough? Ooh, okay. Yeah, plus tough. Nine. Nice. Nine, then on a kick some ass, on a nine, you are going to inflict harm on him. Well, so but this this is more dojo technique, right? So oh, are wait, you trying plus to plus one? Sorry. Yeah, so it's a ten. Oh, so um, yeah. Are you trying to hurt him, or are you just like trying to handle him? This, is this more like self defense? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, is... you completely succeed at it. So what do you do to him? I want to stiff arm him out of the way. With my with my little girly arm, I just lift him and toss him. <laughs> yeah, he just like slams into the little shed next to the the driveway. <laughs> I think the clues are in there, sir. And he says, "What? No, okay, you you need to freeze. I am a federal agent of the USDA, and I need you to stop right now. Or do I need to call this in? Huh? Well, I for first thing, if you're part of the USDA, you need to cut out the dairy in your life because it's hard for you to, to speak. <laughs> Sounds like you're gargling milk, and you have no jurisdiction here. Um, and I snap three times like a rainbow, and we're out of there." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't respond well to authority. <laughs> no, I love God it. Dairy. <laughs> I love God it. dairy from your life. So Shamanda does that and just gets in the vibe. What are the rest of you doing? Oh, I I'm think- feeling guilty. I'm following my. I'm following Shamanda. I assume I'm just getting thrown into the back seat, and I'm like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> You guys all get in the car to go. Investigator Payne turns on Evan, and you can hear dimly through the the windows. Evan is like, yeah, sir, I think you should leave. Uh, We don't really need you. And he's like, 
Listen, I'm the one that's going to be asking questions here, okay? I believe that there seems to be some runoff issues at a local stream here near this farm that is causing uh, some GMO-type infectations of the local animal and uh, fauna life, okay? Uh, so, And I have proof. And when he says that, Evan's face goes completely white as a ghost. He is just completely scared in that moment when he says that. And Evan's uh, like, sir, I I think you're you're mistaken. What are you doing, Shamanda? Oh, damn it. Um, I I feel bad because he was so cute and then he said he didn't believe in monsters, and I was like, What an idiot. <laughs> um <laughs> you were almost perfect. Um Ooh uh, I want to Oh god, I don't know. I I guess um I want to read a, the situation. <laughs> okay, yeah, read. Yeah. So, investigate a mystery, I think, is what we'll, we'll say. Okay. Uh, actually, no, we'll say read a bad situation, yeah. Seven plus sharp, and that's going to be eight. Okay, so you get to ask one of the questions in the read a bad situation. So, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? Or what's the best way to protect the victims? What's the best way to protect the victims? And the victim is uh, Evan in this case? Yes. The best way is it seems like this guy, he wants to be a big man and he wants to be listened to. So the best way is to just like let him hold court. The best way to protect Evan would just be to like engage pain. Okay, well then, um, I turn off the engine, but I like click it back on so like the lights are still on, but the engine's not running. <laughs> and I roll down the window and I say, go. He says, you want the proof, huh? Is that what you want? All right. I swore I wasn't going to do this, but no, you know, when you see it, you got it. And he's just mumbling, muttering to himself, and he reaches into his car and he pulls something out and he flashes it. And when he does, Evan just goes, no. No, no. And what you see in the hands of investigator Chase Payne is, at first glance, it almost just looks like a small frog. Uh-oh. But then you notice its legs have long claws at the end of that. And it has a little tail that almost has like little spikes at the end of the tail. And its face has a little tiny trunk on the, the face of this frog-like what? creature. And what? it exactly fits the written description, the original written description of a hodag, except for it is about eight inches long. And Evan goes, oh, no, he found it. It's real. <gasps> and investigator Payne says, look at what they did to this frog. OK, this farm, they did something to that frog. OK, and I caught it. And this is this is. Pain's big break. So why did you bring it to this farm? <laughs> I was I was fishing at the stream next to the about a mile away. So okay? you just saw two cars and you you pulled up to it. Well, yeah, actually, that is well because they're the owners of the the stream, I presume. So, so I came have, here to. You think they, I honestly I didn't realize that. Wait, do none of you live here at this farm? I'm gonna. I think Crashly at this point is gonna open the door. And she, like, has been listening since the screech. And she's also a little flushed because of the straw thing. And um, <laughs> oh is, like, um, is like, sir, you need to answer some questions. Uh, 
where did you find it? Yeah, the creek, sure. But what do you think caused it? And you, sir, young and sir. And at this point, Crashly, you have a seizure. <gasps> yes. What? Oh, seems no. right. Crashly, you experience you are somewhere else. Yeah. You don't even really feel a sense of your own form. You feel like you are inside somebody else's mental space. Mm. You can see and feel what they are sensing, but you are having no sensations from your own body. It is a woman. She is crouched down. There is an enormous factory, like uh, pipes and bursts of steam, and it's all glistening like chrome, just this enormous metal. It looks like a, an oil refinery of sorts. And she's mm. there, and she is like, okay, fine, I'll try it. But I just, I'm telling you, I don't think this works. But... And she's centering herself, and she goes into a, a, a space that is very familiar to you. And she says, okay, are you there? I just need to ask you a question. Uh, are you talking to me? Yes. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. They say that you're the, the one that holds the answers that can get us through this. I just, I need to know, what did you discover about Genesis? The band? she goes fuck we are fuck and then it just cuts off and oh no i was gonna say i think they're overrated oh Oh, no wow (laughs) no 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 crashly you come back from this seizure derek you saw that crashly had gotten out of the car and then kind of fallen to the ground Oh, I got not come out of the house, just to clarify. Oh, I'm sorry. Derek, you saw that Crashly was coming out of the house, had this seizure moment, uh, fell down kind of on the porch area in front of the house. What did you do in response? I'm going to dive to catch her. Okay, you do. You caught caught Crashly. Um, Is she conscious? Yeah, she is conscious. And and this, this happens like pretty quickly. So she kind of immediately starts coming out of it again. Like, oh my gosh, Crashly, are you okay? Yeah, I think so, but so but what's the deal with Genesis? Is that guy is Phil Collins like a monster or just whiny? <laughs> uh, what? Genesis is good. I mean, you know, it was good that Peter Gabriel went out on his own. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think they're pretty good. He was it's a like, really sweet guy, but he copied off me a lot in high school. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session for today. Oh my gosh. That's oh awesome. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, tell your friends, reach out on social media at Mystery County, or even better, join our Discord where you can talk to us and other fans about episodes, theories, and really anything else that comes to mind. Until next time, watch out for the Hodag. Is this why I'm uncastable? Stop. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, there's so many other reasons. Damn, roasted. Holy shit.
In the universe of Star Wall Odyssey, space is made out of the collective imaginations of all the thinking beings who live on various planets. These worlds are connected to each other through imagination. Common themes and ideas are strings between universes. And to get between them, people fly wooden ships that look like animals, which are powered by emotions. Also, people communicate with each other by contemplating orbs. The only way you can take pictures is getting stared at by a big psychic bug. And people have already declared victory in a war over the very concept of evil. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Starwall Odyssey follows the adventures of the hapless inhabitants of the Lucky Finn Tenement Building, who suddenly find that their apartment is actually a spaceship, and that they're lost in a sea of boundless imagination. It's an actual play starring me, James D'Amato, Mel D'Amato, Ali Grauer, and Drew Merzieski, as we playtest the No Kings system, which will hopefully one day be the Skyjacks role-playing system. It toes the line between weird and wonderful slice of life and high-flying space fantasy. You can sample the first five episodes by searching for Starwall Odyssey on your favorite podcast app, or get the whole thing by heading to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and signing up for $5 a month or more.